You are listening to Jair, 88FM. Here's today's news from the ZFA website. You're almost out of time to sign the letter of solidarity to the people of Israel. A delegation of Australia is arriving in Israel today. They'll be meeting with the president next week. You'll want to make sure your name is on the letter. Go to the ZFA website, read the letter. If you agree with it, sign it, then ask all your family and friends to do the same. We want to show the people of Israel that the people of Australia stand by them. Well over 5,000 people have signed the letter. Are you one of them? Here's what's happening. The partial release of Israeli hostages will begin at 10am Thursday Israel time, 7pm this evening Melbourne and Sydney time, though might not be complete until we go to bed. About a dozen hostages will be released each day in a six-hour release window. Israel has received a list of names of hostages to be released, but won't inform families until the hostages are back in Israeli hands. This is to reduce the possibility of false hope and more trauma. The IDF has revealed more tunnels under the Al-Shifa hospital. You can catch up with all the information on the newsletter by visiting the Zionist Federation website at zfa.com.au. Howdy folks and welcome to another edition of 10K Radius, your weekly fill of fun, frippery facts and frivolity. And Morris and Mendel. Hello yeah. lads, this program is brought to you by MGM Productions. Right, I'm yeah. a lad now. You're a lad, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you're only a spring That's chicken. That's alright. Morning, Gary. Good morning, morning Maisha. Good morning, morning, everybody. Good morning to all our listeners. How's your week been? Some goodish news from the Middle East? Postures? Well, you know, weeks come and weeks go. And uh, Is it seven weeks now since 7th of October? At least. Has to be. Sieben Wochen. Now, today, 4pm, Gary, it's been announced. A 3 to 1 ratio. If it ever gets through, I have my doubts of a prisoner exchange, Moshe. Are we yeah. talking 50 over no, four no, no, days? Well, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll mention the... Yeah. I'll mention well, exactly. Now. Well, um, no. And this, well... It's today. It's happening okay. later. So, so, Qatar have so brokered it. So one second. Yes. The first stage in this whole process is the ceasefire. That's part right. of it, yes. So the ceasefire truce... That starts Friday. Uh, this is, of course, Israeli time. Israeli yeah. time. Four p.m. Starts Friday at seven a.m., mm, which is right. four p.m. Yeah. Nine hours later, mm. 
Um, 13 hostages mm, are going to be freed. Yep. That's at 4 p.m. Now, and that means the, the list has been given yep. as to who these hostages are going to be. I would imagine that they'll be mainly people who've got health issues, uh, women, children. They'll most probably be front and centre of the 13. Um, and then we go from there. Now, uh, of course, then uh, Israel will... Now, I don't know how the process works, you know. I mean, where do they hand them over? How do they With hand Egypt them over? With Egypt on the border yeah. through Egypt and Qatar. Uh, yeah. Now, it's going to be 39 to be of their prisoners, yeah. mainly female or children, I believe, for our 13. Yes, now the, now the thing is, if you're serving a murder sentence, you can't be part of the deal. Good. If you're serving a, a murder sentence in Israel, you can't be part of the deal. Um, and also... Um, I think these prisoners originate from NAB. Uh, from the West Bank too. A lot of them from the yeah. West Bank and East Jerusalem. Mm. There's a, a big fear mm. in Israel as to what's going to happen uh, when these... Um, Banditans. <laughs> Banditans <laughs> prisoners Terrorists. are released. Terrorists. You know, what are they going to become uh, model citizens or something? I, I well, just can't still, see it. We're still on a very high alert because what they... What's happened in the past, every ceasefire has started with rockets coming over. Exactly right. And you cannot trust them. They already said a week ago, we think about 50 of the hostages have been killed in uh, bomb bomb uh, attacks near the yeah. hospitals. Yeah. So I don't, I'm not uh, very optimistic about well, the whole thing. We'll see what will happen. Yeah, but let's the go Israeli into it government, later. Netanyahu said, as soon as the ceasefire, ceasefire is over, one second, that's it. <laughs> One nanosecond later, okay. uh, it's on again for young and old. So anyway, it's that's, uh, it. that's the breaking. It's news. always part of the processes of uh, yep. of war. Uh, wars only last a certain, or battles at least, only last a certain amount of time. They've got a life, and then you've got a little bit of uh, shalom, and then it's back into it again. You know, uh, and then we play the disclaimer. J.R. is not responsible for the views and opinions expressed by its presenters or guests. J.R. presents a wide variety of views and opinions, which is to the benefit and purpose of community radio. Now, I just want to ask you one question, you, Gary, and um, Mendel, the, the same question. Did this uh, protest by the kids from the schools, the students, did that go ahead yesterday in the city? It did. definitely went it ahead. It did, yep. Right, because I didn't see anything on the internet or in the papers or whatever about it. Um, so it did go ahead. How many were there, Gary? Well, did I didn't count. <laughs> right, <laughs> but there, there were a, a couple of thousand. There were a few pro, thousand pro-Israel uh, younger generation there too, right. with flat, very small amount. Right, they put their uh, voice. To be heard yep. as well, and there, it was peaceful. There was no conflicts. There was no. Yeah, as far as I could see on the news reports, mm. yeah, there was there was a lot of speeches and a lot of information given over. A lot of flags. Lot Look, of flags. my opinion is is that Sally Cap, mm. and uh, I don't want to say what I uh, actually 
even though we've played the disclaimer. Do you want me to play it again? Nah, look, I think that she's got a lot to answer for. I'll, I'll go as far as that. And uh, I think that uh, she needs to lift her game. Oh, well, is that it? Yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> if I say any, any more, the disclaimer will be worthless. There were, oh, really? There uh, were, you were to make fair criticism? I well, think there was you know, I mean... Without libeling her? I think they sent messages out to 6,500 schools or something not to go from the education department. Right. But, you know... Well, I've got something to mention about the education <laughs> okay. department in my twat well, as well. Let's turn our attention yeah. to Gary's old stomping ground in WA. Gary, very serious bushfires over there at yeah. the moment. Extreme heat, 39, 40 degrees. Up north of Perth Wanneroo. Wanneroo and Swan. Wanneroo, I used to cover the council at Wanneroo. Wanneroo and Swan, yeah. What did you cover them with, a blanket? I was a reporter for the local council. You've been a reporter for everyone. (laughs) Anyone that could have you, you were there. (laughs) Many talents, Gary. That's in northwest Perth, yeah? North of Perth. North of Perth, yeah, gee. It ain't good. 40 k's in north of Perth. Well, 40 you know, degrees in the next it, few it's, days. It's bushfire season. It's, uh, it's part of the Australian landscape, yeah. as they call it. Yes. Anyway. Yes. That's, anyway that's um, the, we've talked about the weather. We've talked is, we in the Middle East. Uh, Gary's got a whole <laughs> spiel Magilla. to say. The, well, the weather at the moment yeah. is 24.6. Yes, it's vacant. Yes. Do you know that it's going to start pouring at 2 o'clock, oh, according to the uh, you reckon? bomb? You're not allowed to say bomb anymore. They call themselves no, something yeah, else. That, that's been, repe- pure, that's yeah. been repealed. Yeah. 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 A nice, oh, has it? There's really? a nice Yiddish boy. He's got a very uh, big job there at the uh, Bureau of Meteorology. Um, his surname is Ephron. Ephron? Yeah, the okay. son of Russell. Okay. Michael Efron, shout out to him. Yeah, oh, he's on okay. the lot of the news right. board. He's been there. He's one of the top. Uh, yeah, he's uh, the one shows. that uh, goes outside and sticks his finger <laughs> up and goes, "Yep, okay, I know what the weather's going to be." Do you know that's how gorillas and monkeys test the weather? Well, there you go. They They're stick smart. Their hand out and see yeah. if it's raining. Yep. Anyway, it's going to be showers developing later yep. on today. Yep. And there's been no rain since 9am this morning, but that doesn't right. matter. And tomorrow for Shabbos, you're expecting a few... Oh, storms. yes, yes, tomorrow and Sunday. Showers. Rain, and rain and more rain. I don't think so. No? Possible storm. Scattering, not much. Chance of rain, 90%. The prophet has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're going to get wet if you if you walk around in the weather tomorrow. No, no, no. Yeah. Gary, uh, uh, yes. Uh, what's happening on the national theme day? You picked out any for today? Oh, I've got all that. Have you? Yeah. Hold on. He's got to say what today is. Okay. He's got to say it's today? Friday. And I don't know what day it is. <laughs> Friday. He never knows what day Fabulous it is. Fabulous Friday. Friday, the twenty fourth of November. Let's move this microphone a bit closer. Ah, uh, that's better. Now I can hear you. Can Stefan? Yeah. You had you had the listeners straining there for a moment. Oh, I, sorry about that. This uh, yeah, ergonomics in yeah. the studio is up the creek. Right. If you're left-handed. Ergonomics. Yes. Well, the the screens are to the left, the panels to the right, the microphones in front of me. 
Cannon to the right, cannon to the left, into the Valley of Death Road, the 600. <laughs> there you go. But Gavain's see Gary, don't worry. I like to whinge. Yeah. It's the 24th of November, 2023. Yep. Day 328. Spot on. And Gary. How many and more to go? 37 left. That's it. The last We're almost there. We're in the home straight. The last We're Friday in, of November. Yeah. In the Kratzmach race. Yeah. Black, Black Friday with the Schmidt Friday. That's it. Black Black Friday. And, and uh, today corresponds with the 11th of Kislev. That's it. You and Olive. Yep. 5,784. Tomorrow, or tonight, we light candles at 8.01. 8.01. Spot on. Yep. DST. DST, Daylight Saving Time. And Don't remind me about Daylight yeah. Saving Time. And uh, Moitzu Shabbos. Moitzu Shabbos is after 9.05 on the 12th. Oh, that's what I've got. Again, I've got 9.06. Yeah, i got 9.05. Let's make it 9.05 and a half. There you go. Why not? Half dollar. Half, half dollar. dollar. Half, half a dollar, they say. Half a dollar. Did you know dollar is a Czech word? Really? Czech origin. Mm, okay. We'll believe so you. So our... Um, Contact lenses. And uh, now the partial of the week is Vayetze, meaning yep. and he left, and it's found in Genesis 28, I, 10. Yeah, yeah. Gary, yeah. I'd like to say his departure sounds better. <laughs> he got on a flight. <laughs> first class. Yeah. Yakov. Well, he didn't we go first, first class. class so, you know, I'll talk about Yeah, we'll it, talk about him it's, later. It's, it's, it's a beauty. Oh, it's really unbelievable. Yeah, I know Anyway, what about the Eru? It's kosher. It's kosher. So you can walk around in the rain. And ah, can you carry okay. an umbrella in the Eru? Wonderful. You're not allowed it. You can carry an umbrella, but you're not allowed to open it. Yeah, because it's creative. <laughs> Which sort work. of makes a, uh, a laugh of the whole situation, because why would you carry an umbrella if you can't well, open well, it? Well, after Shabbos, to go home in the ah, week. Ah, right. Yeah. Okay. Most people won't carry one, because they'll... It's pasnish. You've got to make it part of your body. Yeah. Let's play a volunteers promo before we get stuck into the rest of the program. Okay. Here we go. This is Jay Eyre. We're always looking for people with an interest in radio, either presenting your own show or being on the technical side. Become a volunteer now. Head to our website at j-air.com.au. Follow the Get Involved link and click on Become a Volunteer Now. Who is that, Gary? He's got a very good broadcasting voice. Mark Skernick. Mark Skernick, it was. He does a lot of work Mark. for the ABC. Very Lovely man. Very good. Kolokavod, uh, Mark. Very good voice. And a regular visitor to the Ballarat Show. He's a, he's oh, a mensch and a half, okay. Mark Skernick. Kolokavod. Oh, Kolokavod to him. Yep. Uh, okay, thank you, Mark. Okay, what do we got on the program today? What do we got on the program? We've got <coughs> Mendel's Mices, right? The Lives of Others, which is every Jew in the world. Around the Stadel, Twatum, yep. which you know about Twatum, Morris. I know a little bit about Twatum. That's the good enough. Yep. Some jokes, if we can find any. I've got a couple of good jokes oh, that my daughter good. sent me from Florence. Beauty. And uh, got an. I've got a couple, which are quite good. Which, which Florence is that? Florence in Italy. There's a Florence in the Czech Republic. Firenze. There's a Florence station. I stay at Florence when is I go it? to the Czech Republic. 
Well, her in and the downtown family Pro- Florence. It's a suburb and, uh, of Prague. Enjoying the, enjoying the spaghetti and meatballs. Is that where they get the Florentino name from? Florentino. Famous, yeah, yeah, Florentino, yeah, famous yeah. restaurant on Burke Street. Yeah. And there for yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> mm. We'll also have Yiddish with a... Yiddish is coming up, yeah. With, with a K this week or something yep. else? We'll stand by. I have to surprise you with some... Some shout-outs. Yeah, lots of shout-outs and muzzle toffs and... Oh. On this day in Judaism, on this day in general history. Yep. And the return of the dreaded blower back. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and a bit of music. Yeah. Some Yiddish. Music. Mu- yeah, yeah I said that. Yiddish. Yeah. Uh, some film review. From GIF. Lots, lots of Kolakavots oh, uh, yeah, today. Pages Giving honour and glory to various individuals. In the local Kehillah. Yep. In the local Kehillah. Uh, we might even find one or two from overseas if we really dig uh, deep enough. Yeah, oh, yes, I've got one. I'll give her a shout-out. Okay. All right. She's no uh, longer there's, alive. There's, a, there's always a couple that I can <laughs> yeah. have a go at, okay. which I will. And as is our custom, our halacha, if you like. Yeah. Minhag. Minhag. We start off with the days of the year celebrated in the United <laughs> States. They're they're listed as national holidays in America, but I can't see it myself. No, 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 no. Only Thanksgiving is. Uh, well, we have Buy Nothing Day. Oh, what about the 4th of July? That would have to be a national still holiday. Day. And in America, yeah, yeah. independent, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Gary's got one already on, there. Guys. I've got buy, a couple. Buy Nothing Day. Buy Nothing Day. Okay. It goes with Black Friday, doesn't it? I've got one Does here. that mean you, you buy... Nothing. You actually still buy something, which is nothing. You can buy nothing. You can lay by. <laughs> lay by. I, I, I don't know the explanation, so we won't go into it. Okay. I've got only a few here today, but they're very good, Gary. Celebrate your unique talent day. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and show the world what you've got. Sh- share your gifts with others and be proud of who you are. Everyone's unique, you know. I've got maize. There's no two people alike. Yes, we're all unique. We're not unique in Australia. We're just either you're unique or you're not. Even Siamese twins have got something different. Correct, yep. Different ages. Different. Well, I don't know. It depends. Oh, Siamese twins or twins. Yeah, Siamese twins. Well, they'd be pretty close to the same age, wouldn't they? Uh, did I say maize day? M-A-I? Not yet. Maize day, May's that's day. corn. Yep, that's oh, a good May's. one. M-A-I-Z-E. M-A-I-Z-E. Yeah. yeah. National flossing day. Yes, a beauty, Gary. Oh, do you floss? I do floss. And Not with string, though, with the little oh, brush. The, the, in, uh, the do sticks. you know that I've never flossed in my life? No, you should floss twice a day, Gary. And really? also you use the picksters. Picksters, right. very important. For oh, the picksters. I do have picksters, but I've never opened them up. you got to keep... <laughs> Your pearly whites healthy and sparkling. Yes, most probably Don't that's know. why I've lost so many teeth and that's they're brown. Na- that's National Flossing Day. Now, Gary, the best one is National Sardines Day. What are sardines? F- they are so healthy. I tell you, there's one thing that's sprotten. better than yes, sprotten. There's sprotten. something that's better than sardines, and that's sprats. <laughs> the Russian, I love yeah. sprats. Smoke sprats, yeah. Especially the Riga ones. Oh yeah, all the Riga ones. They're kosher oh, now. Oh yummy. Yummy! I the, can have a whole can of them in one, rich, in one sitting. Rich in omega three, 
Yeah. Which is so important. But yeah. uh, the, And they're so well, let cheap. Me t- let me cheap. tell you, for years and years and years, I took an omega-3 tablet. Goodish Because I was told it's uh, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And then I read last year that it's uh, this whole business with the omega-3. Mm. Garnish, mit garnish is not worth t- tuppence. In not worth tuppence. All this business about eating salmon and all this nah, sort of stuff in the omega-3, they reckon made no difference in a survey of 20,000 people that they did over a 20-year period. No difference whatsoever. It's made a difference so with me. what makes the difference? The only difference that could possibly make is that you start looking like a fish. <laughs> the blood pressure decreases. It's so healthy. Look, for me, really? there's only one fish that's really worth eating, and that's the one with the carrot on top. Gefilter fish. Gefilter the fish. one that you it's need that. to eat with grain. Yeah. The stronger, the better. Uh, Murray Patch. Murray Patch. <laughs> so that's National Patch. Sardines Day. Yeah, yeah sardines. Sardines are good for you. You, yeah, can mi- it, you can mix them with avocado and make a nice... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or good. you get the ones in tomato sauce or uh, beer sauce, Gary? No, Mustard the, sauce? The sauce is the bit that's no good for you. It's quite amazing, you know, that there are people who Tastes absolutely good. love fish mm, and, and on the other side there's people who absolutely hate fish. It's incredible. We make a good fish at home in cream, baked in the oven. Ooh. Cream, lemon juice and mustard. Garlic too you Ooh. should put in. When are we going uh, to get in an no, invite? The gets killed in the, in the oven. Mm. Right. All the goodness goes out of the garlic. But yeah, you need the fresh garlic, you know. A roasted garlic. Roasted, yeah. Roasted is good. Yes. Anyway, what other days have we got? That's about it today. Oh, That's oh, it. Wait on, wait oh, on. One um, more. National Heritage Day. In Heritage. America. Heritage, whatever that means. That means you can't knock down an old building. Yes. And it's, oh, here's one for Moshe, especially dedicated to you, to Moshe. The whole month of November is National Diabetes Month. Oh, that's me. And it says to join in 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 raising awareness and supporting those living with this through education and advocacy. 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 Have you had your advocacy? It's not easy to get that word out. Advocacy. Have you had your dose of advocacy today? I've had my doses of of tablets this morning. Twice a day. day. Uh, Three times a day, actually, because I take a uh, tablet that my son told me to take called Resveratrol. It's actually the the skin of uh, red grapes. Mm. You get it from a company in Tassie, and uh, everybody, everybody swears by it. What does it do for you? I'll I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll let you know in about when I turn a hundred. In capsule. In capsules. And where do you buy this? You buy from uh, Bulk Nutrients oh, in uh, just outside of Hobart. Oh, they send it by online. Post. And I tell you what, you order it. Um, Say, say uh, let's say on a Monday, or it doesn't matter when you order it, by Aussie Post or uh, Star Express, it comes next day without fail. That's good Without service. fail. It's about bloody time. The, the Which is delivery, amazing. Delivery services work like they that. They must have a guy that swims mm. across Bass Strait. <laughs> We've got more national days. We've had National Sardines Day. We've got Black Friday. Mm. Yep. Don't know why is there such that. a thing as a white 
day, a white sort of... Yeah, that's when you take it back on Monday because you don't like it. Ah, that's... National Listening Day, National Day of Listening. Right. Now, this is an interesting one. D.B. Cooper Day. D.B. Cooper? Who was D.B. Cooper? Uh, I'll tell you more about that later in On This Day. Okay. He's mentioned in On This Day, Mr. Mm. D.B. Cooper. Sounds like a beer. Uh, Cooper's Ale, yeah, Cooper's Ale. No. DB, B for beer. He D- might have been drunk when he performed this action, but uh, oh, okay. And celebrate or celebrate your unique. He talent circumcised day. himself. No, that make his eyes water, wouldn't it? <laughs> and Sinky Day. What As day? Sinky. Stinky. Sinky. 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 I thought you said stinky. I thought you said stinky. There's one more for the whole last week of uh, November. Very uh, important one. Lung Cancer Awareness Week. Oh, yes. And uh, you know, you've got to join that's in. That's for all the smokers. Fight against lung cancer by you know donating for research and participating in events. So eh? Giving up smoking. <sighs> there's so, the much, thing, the there's so much things to yeah. donate to that... Uh, you don't know where to start. You don't know where to start and where to finish. Let's play a song by the London Klezmer Quartet. Let's do that. Called A Good Nacht. A Good Nacht. And or then we'll come back Nacht. after the break with On This Day. Can't wait. <laughs> that that was Jack Benny playing the violin with a broken string. <laughs> well, Benny Goodman playing... Uh, uh, oh, tell you what. It was a bit screechy at the beginning. Maybe might it, have been the rec- it might have been the record rather than the yeah, I have violin. Yeah, blow the dust off it. Let's yes. stop that one. All right. Uh, and play the... I'll press the stop button. We'll play the volunteers promo. Did I play that? No, the membership promo. 
Yeah, do the membership. Enjoy listening to J-Air? Support us and become a member by visiting our website, j-air.com.au. And you're listening to 10K Radius every Friday between 10 and noon. Our telephone number is 906920086. And the SMS machine, for those who would like to send a message, don't forget your name on the end, 0404556988. Now, we'll have on this day, the 24th of November. In... uh, there are a few things that are apply to us, but there are a few things that don't. In 1639, the first observation of the transit of Venus by Jeremiah Horrocks and William Crabtree helped establish the size of the solar system. Right. The do, trans- they, do they actually know the size of the solar system? I thought it was infinite. Well, as far as their little telescope could see. Right. In 1642, the Dutch explorer Abel Tasman is the first European to, s- to discover Van Diemen's Land. Yeah. Which is Tasmania, Gary, isn't it? It yeah. is Tasmania. It's Tassie. Long before the Captain Cook lobbed. Yeah. I wonder whether he had an apple when he landed. An apple? Oh. At Macintosh? That's what Tassie was famous for, wasn't oh, it? Oh, the Apple Isle. Yeah, yeah the Apple Isle. <laughs> Don't forget Hewan Valley. Hew- oh, yeah, they made a good Hewan. apple juice. And H- Cadbury's Hewan. had their headquarters Cadbury's. there. Cadbury's. Did you ever go to the factory on the Derwent River? Yes. Sco- I went there one, one, yes. one year mm. and it was closed. Oh. Closed bu- on bugger. a Sunday. Bugger. Beautiful place, Tasmania. Yeah. Uh, in 1859... The English naturalist Charles Darwin publishes On the Origin of Species, yes. radically changing the new view of evolution and laying the foundation for evolutionary biology, whatever that means. Yeah, the Darwin theory. Yeah, well, they studied that. Well, they still, there's still a lot of militant mm. Darwinists, but uh, a lot of his theories have now been debunked. Correct, yep. Debunked. Yeah, debunked. Do you know that when he died, not when he died, but, um, I don't know, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, they actually went, uh, someone went into, um, I don't know, bought his house or whatever it was, um, and uh, they were doing renovations and they found a secret room behind a panel. Mm -hmm. And they, they obviously went in, they had a look what it was, and you know what was there? It was 80,000 species butterflies. of whatever it was. I think butterflies. Which actually went against his theories. Yeah, he actually yeah. secretly, whatever was against his theories, he, he kept them, mm. but he actually secretly Number kept them level. from public view. He couldn't yeah. help himself. Mm. So there you go. Do you know that he was a, um, I think he was a descendant of Wedgwood. The China, Very, or either him or, or his missus, or his missus, could have been the missus. Mm. Very wealthy, mm. very wealthy family. Charles Darwin's family. Mm. That's why you can make any theory you like. That's it. In 1950, the UN troops begin an assault intending to end the Korean War by Christmas. 
That didn't last long. 1950. Well, the Korean War was oh, until yeah. 1953, wasn't it? it? It went a lot longer than what they thought. Yeah, a bit like Putin. Think, thought he'd conquer mm. Kiev in three days. Oh, Meanwhile... Know. You know how many Chinese they had to uh, get rid of? Well, we won't go down that path. Anyway... And in 1954, France sends 20,000 soldiers to Algeria. As you do. One of the biggest colonial entities in the world. Of France, course. France. The French. And the British. And the British. And the Spanish. And the Portuguese. And in 1933, Fred Astaire's first film is released. Do you know what it was called? Um, must have been something to do with dancing. Very good. That's the first word. Uh, Dancing with the Stars. No, no, no. no Dancing Lady. Oh, Dancing yeah. Lady. Yeah. Almost got it. There you go. He was a toe tapper. Uh, talking about that uh, on the music side, yeah. 1966 on the 24th of November, yeah. the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band, oh, and that uh, yes. album came yes, uh, was released. The, the they began recording it, sorry. Right. Yeah, famous. You know where they dressed up in all yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. wild gear? Yeah, and they're walking across the pedestrian crossing or something. No, that's no, the no. one after. That's Abbey Road. That's oh, that's Abbey Road. This. Right. this was in the middle of the... Of Close. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all Beatles. Yeah, Beatles. McCartney was... What do you reckon? If the Beatles started today, would they have still been a success? No way, no, no. No, no. Too, ma- too many young ones are all... We love, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, how could a song like that mm. take off today? No. Well, there's some other <laughs> crap on the radio. What are you talking yeah, exactly about? exactly right. And in 1874... Not us. You're not referring to uh, no. MGM Productions. No, MGM Productions is spot on. <laughs> We're in good crap. 1874, the American inventor Joseph Glidden patents what? Joseph Glidden. What year ago? He patented the Glidden. 1874. It's an apparatus for doing whatever you want to do with a Glidden. 1874. It's an apparatus, all right? Well, there you go. What is it? Barbed wire. Barbed wire. (sighs) If you get caught on barbed wire, oh, it hoits. It hoits. I've been caught on barbed wire. Have you? Yes. Right. Uh, not in the prevo- not in the uh, wrong spot, I hope. Famous birthdays, Gary. Junipero Serra. No, you got me there. Got me too. Junipero uh, Serra. She's Spanish. Was a, a Franciscan like monk or friar remembered for as the founder of the first missions in California. Right. And you're right, Mendel, he's Spanish. That's a very uh, common Spanish surname. And as right. his west website says, his profession is missionary. What's the difference between a monk and a friar? Depends where you, what school you went to, I guess. <laughs> ah, what sort of smicker you've got. That's right. Zachary Taylor. Yeah, well, Junipero Serra was born in 1713 and died in 1784. As you do. Not bad for those days. Not bad. Years. Not bad. Zachary 71. Taylor. Zach Se- Taylor. Zach Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor. No, no, no. No, no 1784 to 1850. Zach no. Taylor was the 12th US president and a oh. general. Oh, Never heard of him. oh, there you go. 
Well, they've had 40-odd. Zachariah yeah. would be his name in the root, wouldn't you? Yeah. Zachariah. Yeah, Zachariah. Zachariah, a prophet. Yeah. Yeah. Could be Zachary Schneider. Could be. Scott Joplin. Oh, oh yes. Oh, well. F- film producer Gary, yeah? No, it's musician. Scott Joplin? Oh, Scott Joplin. Oh. A ragtime composer. Scott oh. Joplin is known... As the king of ragtime. Oh, right, yeah. Come yeah. on, here, come on. Alexander's ragtime. Yes, Maple yes. Leaf rag and the entertainer. You're right, Gary. Died on April the 1st, 1917, aged 48, from syphilitic dementia. Mm. That will get you. Of course. You can't even remember the good time that you had. <laughs> <laughs> Chucky, uh, Chucky, Chucky, Charles Lucky Luciano. Oh, he was against oh, Lucky Luciano. Oh, yeah, with the the mafia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was the first. The Godfather. Yeah. The Gambino crime family. I oh, think. yeah. From, uh, Sicilian from memory, Gary. Oh, they'd do you in for a dollar fifty. The Sicilians. Did you don't muck around oh, with them? Did you uh, see in the paper a couple of days ago? They uh, arrested, imprisoned, sentenced. Hundreds, if not thousands, of Calabrian oh, mafia. Yeah. Oh, they're bandits. Shut them down. <laughs> I said the Tell you ga- what. Lucky Luciano. The Gambino family, but it was actually the Genovese crime. Genovese. Mm. Genovese. Yeah. He's considered the father of modern organised crime in the United States for splitting New York City into five different mafia crime families. Mm. Don't forget a lot of Yiddish boys were, were were mixed up with them at one stage. Yeah, you know? well, Maya Lansky. Maya Lansky. He kept one. the geld. Yep. You know. Yeah, there's a movie, Murdering Once Upon a Time in America. Yeah. Gary, you he seen was, it? He was yes, the treasurer. Murder Incorporated is one of my They gave a yid all of their dough yeah. to hold and guard. And Ooh, yeah. Speaking of crooks, yeah. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Oh, he was a shocker. Serial killer. Serial killer, 1946 to 1989. And Todd Beeman. Now, this is an interesting story. Todd Beeman's only a young fellow. He was a passenger on United Airlines Flight 93 and tackled the hijackers. Ah. To bring the plane down when he knew of its intended target. Ah, okay. Well, he obviously wasn't successful. Or, did, or was that plane? The plane didn't, was didn't, brought didn't, down. Uh, oh, the plane Bundy, was, yeah. That was one of the planes that was brought down. Right. Todd Beamer. Ah. Now, what else have we got? Celebrity birthdays. Pete Best. Oh, yes. Now, there's a story. He was the original Beatles drummer, wasn't he? Or he And he was. filled in for Ringo when Ringo was sick. He was the fifth Beatle, Pete right. Best. Yeah. yeah, there was a drummer before Ringo. And when Ringo was sick, actually, on the Australian yep. tour, I've got a feeling it was either Pete Best or the other guy, Nickel. I forgot his... You know. Yeah, Pete Best was... Ringo Starr only became the drummer because the original drummer got sick in Germany. That's, yeah, that's yeah. it was either Nickel yeah. or yeah. Pete Best. Yeah. He's 82 today. Ian Botham is 68 today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a good uh, cricketer. He was captain, wasn't he, Gary? Um, he was sure he was. He, yeah. he was captain for a while. Yeah. yeah. But he wasn't a very He had a run-in with uh, Chapel. Did he uh, ever? Not Greg, the he's other one. Good Ian. Ian. And oh, they're still fighting. Oh, they're still fight. you know. They used to oh, really go boy. at each other. Yeah. He's a good commentator, though, Ian Botham. Mm. Very good. 
Catherine Heigl, she's 48 today, what does she do? Catherine Heigl, actress and model, best known for her role as Dr. Isabel Izzy Stevens on the ABC's medical drama Grey's Anatomy. Ah, yes, that's popular. I don't watch it, so I don't know. I've never watched it. And now, here we come to Dan D.C. Cooper Day. Ah, the good old D.C. Cooper. American Dan Cooper, in brackets, hijacks a plane, extorts 200000 in ransom, jumps out of the plane over Washington State and is never seen again. That happened on Did he have a parachute? Well, it's not known. That's why he's most probably never been seen again. <laughs> he disintegrated when he hit the ground. Yeah, yeah. So, surely they must have found something. Unless he went up and so he he uh, he robbed something of two hundred thousand bucks. He hijacked a plane. Yeah. So presumably it was on the ground before he could get his money because he couldn't get the money in the air. Right. In ransom. Jumped oh, I got plane. you. So yep. So he got two hundred thousand bucks in ransom. Jumped out of the plane and decided that wasn't enough. So he jumped out of the plane. Yes, well, anyway. Right. Famous wedding. Isabel of Jerusalem marries Conrad of Montferrat at Akko, making him the jour, the jour king, whatever that means. That was in 1119. Right. Never mind. Famous That's death. an Alta Mesa, as we say yeah, in Yiddish. That's right. It's an old story. Famous deaths. William Lamb, 17... 79 to 1840. I don't think he was a British Prime Minister. He was the second Viscount of Melbourne. Ah. British Prime Minister. Okay. George Clemenceau, 1841 to 1929. What did George Clemenceau do? Prime Minister of France. Diego Rivera, 1886 to 1957. Any idea? Yes, uh, I've heard that name. That's Pol- it? I just can't remember Politician? what he was. No, he's no. Mexican. Leading painter in the Mexican muralist. Oh, yeah. No, I'm thinking of somebody else. Probably a crook. Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh, yes, we all know him. Oh, yeah, everybody knows him. 1939 JFK mm. and all that. Shot by Jack Ruby. Yep, yep. Yiddish man. Really There's man. more about that story than meets the eye. Yeah. No one really knows uh, what went on. A lot of cover-ups. Oh, unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Yes. I wonder why there are so many cover-ups. Mm. Well, and you know. lucky last for the this segment is Freddie Mercury. Freddie oh, Mercury, Queen. Yeah. I saw him live. What's his real Vegas. name? It's Freddie, Freddie Mercury's real name was uh, up, Gary. Yeah. He died know. young. Farouk Balsara. That's it. That's, That's it. it. Yeah. Yeah. What a talent. Oh. oh, had a fantastic voice. The legend. I tell you, I uh, I went to see Queen in Vegas. Uh, I can't remember the actual play. It could have been Caesar's. Anyway, um, that is the best show. It went for hours. It was a matinee performance. Started about eleven o'clock in the morning and went about uh, and went till about two o'clock, non-stop. 
the place was packed. Uh, we were lucky to get tickets, but we sat five rows from the front. And uh, I would say it's the best live performance that I've ever seen. They were just out of this world. His voice, yeah, unbelievable. Adam Lambert's taken over now. Yeah, he's no, the Yiddish boy. He's also very good, he's but he ain't Freddie Mercury. No, no, you can't be. No one can be a Freddie Mercury. That show was just to behold. I mean, mm. uh, everyone was aghast. Mm. Incredible. We'll come back shortly after Klezmer Divas with On This Day in Judaism. Okay. When the night came to go and ich bleib dann allein als ich still noch mein Herz was brennt und das schien dann zählt mich zu dir Geliebte, komm zu mir, wenn die Nacht in die Pracht, wo es da mahnt mich, ewig fuhren. ist mein Liebe zu dir Salz, was ich begehe, sitz und trag. Sieh, du's Liebe wird mit uns so ewig sein, verliere ich dich. Jesus Leben, wo kann Welt, weder Sinn und So schön ist mein Matone, nur von Himmel aus das Gott zu mir gebracht. Make alles geschehen, make a viele jetzt die Welt untergehen. Mein liebe Welt, ewig sein die Die Welt untergeht, mein Liebe Welt, ewig sein TV, die Nacht. 
or klezmer music from klezmer divas tiff wie de nacht tiff wie de nacht tiff what does tiff mean something yes tiff there you go klezmer oh we like klezmer music here do we not of course we we like all types of music it's time for mental and on this day in judaism Beautiful, Gary. I'll go back a couple of days to the 8th of Kislev. Very important day on the Jewish calendar. Today's the 11th, as Moshe mentioned before, Yud Aleph. On the 8th of Kislev is the Yorzeit of Golda Meir. Now, I'll just say a few words because she was Israel's iron lady, you know. Yes. And she died in 1978, born in 1898 in Kiev, which was part of right. Russia then. Yep. So she lived to a good ripe old age of 80. She was uh, the fourth prime minister and the only Jewish female prime minister from 1969 to 1974. And uh, leader of the Labour Party. And um, she grew up in, the, in Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee. She went from Milwaukee where she yeah. became a teacher in her early days. Yeah, but a lot of Israelis say at the Yom Kippur War. They were caught by surprise. She she wasn't prepared, and yep. she's to blame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the that's the downside. She but today yeah. we got a, a, a look back. I thought I would mention that the Aether Kislev, the outside of the late Golda Meir, and don't forget the movie w- with Golda. Helen Mirren. Yeah. Mirren yeah. is about to be re- released. I'm going to see that and I'll give you a review. Yeah. That yeah. should be a beauty. Yeah. So is, is that at the Jewish Film Festival? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to it's mention part that. Of it. yeah. yeah, I'm going to mention that in, Towards in our announcements. Yep. Good, good, Moisha. <coughs> she was like your friendly booba, you know. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> On this day in 1977... I wouldn't want her to be my enemy, that's for sure. <laughs> no. On this day, 1977, take note, Moshe, Egyptian president at the time, Sadat, Anwar Sadat, addressed the Knesset in Yerushalayim, yep. and Sadat was the first Arab leader to officially visit Israel. After receiving an invitation from the late Menachem Begin, Sadat had orchestrated the Egyptian attack on Israel in the 73 Yom Kippur, which I just spoke about, but after suffering defeat, became resigned to the existence of the State of Israel. Much of the Arab world was outraged by his visit and his change of strategy. One year later, Sadat and Begin signed the famous Camp David Peace Agreement for which they received the Nobel Peace Prize. And uh, as part of the deal, Israel withdrew from the Sinai Peninsula in in a, in a couple of phases, returning in the entire area to Egypt by 1983. Now, there's a lot of people who say the Sinai Peninsula would be good for the people of Gaza. There's a th- <laughs> I won't go into it now. I'm not going to talk about it. But right. that's, a th- that's what um, Stephen Shamrock's been Talking about for years, Gary. You know the uh, fa- the writer, the local writer, yeah, he, and a lot of people. Yeah, he's a, not a bad uh, commentator on. That's television. if there's any Palestinians <laughs> left yeah, afterwards yeah. No after one, the war. Yeah, I don't think it'll happen. Or you can. Uh, the Australian government has decided to take in a whole. Uh, 
A whole lot of them. Yeah. Thousands of them. The Sinai is part of Egypt, and Egypt doesn't want to They don't want them there. Jordan don't want them. Well, anyway. Anthony Albanese is happy to have them. I don't know where he's going to put them. uh, Anyway. What else happened on the 11th of uh, Kislev? In 1945, the Charter of Yeshiva College, later named the Yeshiva University, was amended by the New York State Board of Regents, making it the first American university under Jewish auspices. Through the first half of the 20th century, many American universities maintained a regional quota system whereby spaces for Jewish students was often limited. This was, however, better than the situation in the Middle Ages when, in fact, universities were entirely closed to Jewish students. Yeah, we, we've suffered. We've been persecuted, uh, as we can see. I've got see. a twat on all okay. of that. Yeshiva yeah. University helped alleviate um, the, that strain and today is actually regarded as one of America's leading academic institutions offering advanced degrees in... Uh, in rabbinical rabbinical studies, business as well, medicine, law, and a whole range of Jewish education. So that's a bit of history from 1945. We'll wrap it up with one more for Yud Alev Kislev. And uh, we'll have a look. Gary, while you're doing that, you can give a shout-out to someone. Uh, I'll give a shout-out to you. <laughs> Let's have a look. You're doing a good job. We've there. got a Yorzeit to celebrate. On this day as well, I'll tell you who it, it is for. Well, you were talking about while you're looking, yep, I'll make the announcement it. in regards to GIF, GIF, Jewish International Film Festival. So there's going to be called what they're calling encore screenings. That's it from November the 30th to December yep. the 6th. Yep, and there's four films in particular. Of one, as you mentioned, uh, Mendel is Golda. Yep. And there's going to be one called The Zone of Interest. That's uh, to do with uh, an Auschwitz commander and his wife, um, etc. Yep. Um, they had a whole uh, life in a house next to the concentration camp. And then there's one, uh, Maestro, that's uh, to do with Leonard Bernstein. Um um, and of course, Golda, and there's one called One Life the true mm. story of Sir Nicholas, yes, Nicky Winton, and the Kinder Transport, who on the eve of World War II saved more than mm. 600 children from the Nazis, yeah. as you mentioned, the Kinder Transport. That. And that will so, star Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. I'm so, going to see that. if you want a book for any of these four, Go on to gif.com.au. That's J-I-F-F.com.au. Yeah. We have a look at uh, one more item of Jewish history for the 11th of Kislev. The Yorzeit of Rabbi Shloima Luria, born in 1510, died in 1573, known by the acronym of his name, the Mahashal, M-A-H-A-R-S-H-L. L. Yeah, very, very yeah. famous. His ancestry was traced back to the great uh, Rashi, the Jewish commentator Rashi, yes. and he was a cousin of Rabbi Moshe Eserles, who wrote the Ashkenazi portion of the Code of Jewish Law, Shulchan Aruch. Uh, Rabbi Luria himself wrote the classic book of Jewish law known as Yam Shel Shloima, and also a commentary on the Talmud known as Hachmat Shloima. That was an abridged version, and that appears in uh, nearly all editions of the Talmud today, as you would know, Moshe. With now, your, you know what this means? Yeah. 
as a descendant of Rashi, yes, he's an ancestor of Andrew Denton. That's correct. Gary, you know wow. Andrew Denton, don't you? Uh, from the television. Yes. Well, uh, yes, Andrew Denton, our Australian uh, broadcaster, comedian, uh, comedian good TV yeah. uh, celebrity, etc. He's a blood descendant of Rashi. So wow. he's a, actually a blood descendant of this uh, rabbi. Shlomo Luria. There you go. And uh, Shlomo Luria was the rabbi of the city of Brisk yep. and the head of the famous Lublin Yeshiva. I love which a, bit of br- a good bit of Brisk. Oh, yeah. The Brisker Rabbi. Uh, oh, Very yeah. famous. And uh, that attracted, that yeshiva in Lublin attracted thousands and thousands of huge, students from huge. across Europe. And I got a feeling... That some Rabbi Ruski that Oliver Shalom studied there at one stage. Could have been. Yeah, under the Briska Rebbe. Well, Rabbi Ruski did study under the Chofetz Chaim. As well, yeah. As did uh, Rabbi Abramovich um, and uh, a number of... Uh, yes. Yeah. Correct. That's Jewish history for the 11th of Kislev. Yeah. You're listening to 10K Radio. It's every Friday at 10 a.m. till noon on 88 FM. JM, Australia's only Jewish radio station. We'll play a little out music and we'll be back after the break. about events in Israel, our complicated political system, interviews with international personalities, how we cope economically, religion and state, or on a variety of other matters that I think you would like to know about, then tune into Walter's World every Tuesday at 11 a.m. or find it on demand on the JR website. Don't miss it. Find us on Facebook, just head to www.facebook.com forward slash J Air Radio. That's two R's. J Air Radio. You are listening to J Air 88 FM.
Oh, this is the second hour of 10K Radius. Every Friday. And this is where it gets really interesting. Does it? Well, you know. Oh, you're up. <laughs> yeah, I'm up. I'm front and centre, twatum. Shall we play the disclaimer again? You better. Better, okay. Doesn't slow, doesn't cut off. ...is not responsible for the views and opinions expressed by its presenters or guests. J-Air presents a wide variety of views and opinions, which is to the benefit and purpose of community radio. Before we go on, Mendel has an announcement. Well, it's a, it's a really a great story because this week, I think it was Wednesday, we had yep, the reopening of the Melbourne Hol- Holocaust Museum, formerly known as the Jewish Holocaust Museum. Was it? it had a few different name changes over the yeah. years. And uh, it's taken uh, just over three years for the uh, remodelling, we could say, total renovation of the uh, centre in Elstonwick there with the help of a 10 million Commonwealth grant that kicked it off, but it, it there were state government grants and through benefactors they uh, reached the target that's a, an enormous uh, achievement because it's now a three level uh, complex yes, Moshe's going to be- say a few words about beautiful, it. beautiful. I saw the uh, news yeah. article on it during the week and um, outside of Israel Melbourne has the highest number of Holocaust survivors did you know that? It's an amazing yeah, fact. It's an amazing figure because it, it, it says that something like 8,000 plus came to the land down under this golden Medina, they That's say it. in Yiddish, after the Holocaust to settle here to start a new life. And uh, they've got, so far they've recorded something like uh, 1,400 survivor testimonies and one chap will give a shout out doing a great job as a volunteer with these testimonies is our own Sion Meltzer, Gary. Mm. He's on board there. He has been for some time. We'll give him a shout out. For a lot of people, this was uh, not something that they could do. My late mother, Oliver Schollen, was asked many times to record her story of her time in Auschwitz where she lost the whole family, including her twin sister. It was too painful. She couldn't do it. And she continued throughout her life to have uh, nightmares from the Holocaust. There's something like 12,000 historical artefacts there now and the centre over the years has educated 700,000 students since the original building existed 40 years ago it was started. And uh, we'll give a shout out to some of the benefactors uh, and Gary and um, Morris, you'll know some of these and Judy the late Judy and Leon Goldman. Yep. Judy Rosencrantz, her, name, her maiden name was Gary, and you know yep. the family very well. They put a lot of money and philanthropy into yep. the Holocaust yep. Centre from the early days. Kolakavod to them. Kolakavod to the late Paul and Regina Grossman. Great benefactors. And also a, a, a shout-out to one of our regulars. He's a, a gold patron of the Melbourne Holocaust Museum, Jack Eckstein. He's got a plaque up there in honour of his late parents, uh, Benjamin and Frieda Eckstein, and many others that we acknowledge today on 10K Radius for their donations for the uh, renovation of 
the centre. At the uh, uh, opening, we had uh, Anthony Al- Albanese and uh, Philip Dutton. We had uh, the Premier Jacinta Allen. They all turned up, but the highlight of the of the uh, program was the the speech by Abram Goldberg, OAM, who's 99 years of age, a Holocaust survivor. He's also a board direct, director of the uh, museum. And for the past 40 years, he's been there week in, week out. Every to, week. Yeah. Every week. To lecture and give talks to all the students. Also at the uh, opening was um, some of the survivors that we have in Melbourne, Holocaust survivors. We'll give them a shout out. Sarah Saroni, Emma Hanna, John LaMovie, Joe Schwartzberg. A lot of you will know him. Well-known uh, man. I think he was a Buchenwald boy as well. Joe Armayo. And, uh, quote, Abram, one of his uh, quotes was, he's very angry at the... He calls it a thousand percent rise in anti-Semitism. It's killed them, you know. It's killing them. What's what they're seeing now. And uh, to sum it all up, it's all it's all about fighting fascism. This is what it, the Melbourne Holocaust Museum is trying to tell everybody out there. Because when we go, we've got to pass on all this information to the next generation. Moshe, Bechaldor Sukman. It needs all of us to stand up, to shape public debate, and to speak up for those being targeted. And if you've got any incidents to report, please get in contact with Devir Abramovich, the chairman of the Anti-Defamation uh, League. I've got his phone number. You can call me and I'll give it out to you. I won't give it out on air. You can call me direct on zero four one eight double three five double four six, and that's my shout out and our kolakavod to the Melbourne Holocaust Museum. And Moisha, you want to add a few words? If no, I've missed no, something you, you, there, you've said it. You said it very well. Uh, if I was going to say something, and I will say something, of course, uh, the MHM, the Melbourne Holocaust Museum CEO Jane Jossum, she yes. said it very well. She said, and I quote, we opened this museum nearly 40 years ago to shine a light Mm. on the dark side of civilization and to shine a light of hope for the future of humanity. So she focused on both sides of the coin, Mm. the horrors of the Holocaust, but also the light of hope for the future of humanity. We've, we've had her as a guest on the show, Gary. Yes. Well, uh, she said yes. it very, very well. Yes. And the big thing is you had the bipartisan support. Mm. You had both from the left and the right. Correct. You had Albanese and you had Dutton mm. sitting side by side. Yep. And uh, that is also a testimony to the strength and the power of the Melbourne Holocaust Museum, Kolakavod, to everyone involved. Um, let's get into Twatham. Oh, and uh, before, there's a lot of twats. Before that, we'll yep. do the weather. The weather? In Melbourne at the moment, it's uh, 11.08 and 45 seconds. And the weather has jumped above the forecast 25. It's now 26.2. Right. Well, let me... Uh, and I'll give you the Twatham counting in theme. 
If you like. Why not? Absolutely. Here's the Twatham counting in thing. One, two, or one, two, three, four. Dropped a bomb somewhere Contaminating atmosphere And blackening the sky It's good news week Someone's found a way To give the rotting dead A will to live, go on and never die Have you heard the news? What did it say? So, um, Twatham Look, I've got a lot of twats, obviously um, But I just wanted to make one comment And that is that I get a lot of, and I'm sure that uh, a lot of people get the same, a lot of um, um, emails which have uh, requests for my signature and other people's signature on various uh, uh, protest and support um, uh, documents. Um, And... uh, they come from various organisations and institutions. Some of them come from uh, private uh, scenarios, some from communal scenarios, but they're all campaigning for something. A lot of them, obviously, uh, pro-Israel, uh, and they want you to uh, sign petitions and uh, protest uh, documents and so forth. Look, a signature is a legal ID. It's a very serious thing to sign a document, um, you've got to be sure that the people that are sending these are uh, upfront, that you know who they are, that they're uh, people that you you would support, not only the document itself, but the people who are sending the document. So you have to be damn sure that what you're signing is for real, that it's not a make-up, it's not a fake, that they're going to use your signature. You know, ID fraud and deception is huge, both globally and in Australia. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. So before you sign any document, if someone comes up to you in the street and says, oh, could you sign this petition? I never, ever sign such a thing. I don't care whether the people have got ID, whether they've got a badge on the lapel, I, I, I do not sign anything like that because you don't know, in most cases, who these people are or what their, their, their agenda is. And it could be totally against what you believe in. So be very, very careful before you sign up for anything. I'd just like to start twining off by that. We talked about the, um, the deal uh, and uh, to release the hostages, which will be done uh, as of Friday at 4pm. That will be preceded by a ceasefire truce at 7am. This, uh, this is all on Friday uh, Israel time. And uh, there's a list that's been given of the initial 13 hostages. Uh, obviously, the government's not releasing the names. And... Uh, it obviously is good that uh, so that hostages will be released, but don't forget that leaves uh, well over 200 still uh, kidnapped, held under uh, extremely poor conditions. They're not they're not uh, being uh, put into the uh, the Hilton uh, Waldorf Astoria, so. Uh, 
as much as we want these 13 hostages, but we also want the rest as well. And, uh, of course, there will be some hostages that will have to be brought back, uh, not alive. And we need those back as well for proper Jewish burials. Um, going on to the second twatum. So we had a meeting between the Iranian foreign minister who went to Lebanon to meet with the Hezbollah leader, Nasrallah. Now, obviously, he's gone there for a reason, not to just have a cup of coffee. And it'll be to talk about how Hezbollah can get involved in the current situation and ongoing. And thereafter, some 30 to 50 rockets, in fact, Hezbollah claimed that they'd fired 48 rockets, they fired missiles and rockets into the Upper Galilee. It's the largest barrage from Lebanon since the war started. Uh, fortunately, all were intercepted and there were no injuries as a result. But you can see that Iran wants uh, Hezbollah to start making some moves, put more pressure on Israel, etc., etc., Everything is all being premeditated from Iran and there'll be uh, a couple of twats that we'll talk about that shortly as well. Moshe, on the morning yep. of October 7th, when they heard that the news, in Parliament, in Iran, they had it on a big screen, yep. they were celebrating and Absolutely. handing out sweets, yep. clapping. Yep. What a, so Ira you know. this is all a, what we might call a proxy war. Yeah. It's an Iranian war with Israel being uh, directed by Iran yes. through proxies. And this is what they've done. Um, I mean, it's a clever move at the end of the day. So um, Hamas, Hezbollah, Islamic Jihad, Syria, Yemen, the Houthis, which I'll talk about shortly, they're all proxies for Iran. We'll get to that shortly. Um, the Interior Ministry in Germany has launched raids on Hamas operatives in Germany. Now, what are Hamas operatives doing in Germany? No bloody good, I can tell you that. So uh, it's good to see that the German Interior Ministry, that the government there has uh, taken action has launched raids on these Hamas operatives and obviously taken many into custody for further interrogation. Um, there are a number, a number of countries that have uh, voiced their, you might say, at least disapproval of Israel and have taken a stance against Israel in this conflict with Hamas. And one of those is Spain. Um, so... They are in favour of a Palestinian state and they have come out and said that they would host a conference in favour of and a move towards the establishment of a Palestinian state. The Spanish government, the Spanish bureaucracy is very much in the court of the Palestinians and very much to, uh, against Israel as is other countries like particularly... Turkey. Well, Turkey we know, <laughs> right? But, but South Africa. Mm. South Africa 
um, is very, has been for years and years and years, right, has called Israel an apartheid state and is very much anti-Israel. So uh, there are a number of countries that have uh, recalled their ambassadors, have uh, closed up their embassies, etc., etc. So... Um, this is, uh, this is what's going on. Moisha, yep. Spain's got its own problems. There's civil war going on there with all those um, It's been going on groups. for years with the Catalans. Yeah, and the so Catalans forth. and yeah. even the Portuguese yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Soros. Yeah, yeah, very, very yeah. big Soros there. Um, the UK government has just committed £7 million to combat anti-Semitism. Uh, that'll be spent over the next three years. Look, it's a pittance compared to the anti- the rising anti-Semitism worldwide, yeah. and in the UK, it's like rampant. Oh. So I don't know what £7 million, which is, uh, what, about $15 million Aussie dollars, uh, how much that's going to do, but at least it's a start. Um, we've had a lot of, look, we've had a lot of talk about media that have uh, been virulently anti-Semitic, anti-Jewish, anti-Zionist, anti-Israel. Sky News has just come out and made some very, very anti-Semitic um, uh, broadcasts, etc. And this is uh, something that, uh, you know, is a uh, very much in front and centre. It's just come out, listen to this, um, 13 billion $13 billion, that's a sizable amount of money, right, has been channelled principally from Qatar. Of the $13 billion, $2.7 billion from Qatar to, through various uh, clandestine um, conduits, you might say, to U.S. universities and academic institutions, colleges, etc. And they've done a survey of the colleges and the universities that they've received. Now it's come out this money. And they're the ones that are front and centre in terms of anti-Semitism. So you know the Cornell University professors there are very, very anti-Semitic. $13 billion has gone into these universities and colleges and uh, it's all come from um, countries that uh, support uh, the so-called Palestinians. I always say so-called Palestinians because there's no real... It's a made-up label by the Romans, right? Many thousands of years ago, this word Palestine. But anyway, that's another story. We had an Israeli minister who was targeting Haaretz, which is a uh, Israeli newspaper. Now, Haaretz is a very left, socialist-leaning um, newspaper, and it's taking a, uh, a very, very anti-government stance it has for many years on uh, various points and is taking a uh, anti-government stance in regards to the conflict with Hamas. They're calling for ceasefires and this, that and the other, which has happened. But um, 
and the Israeli minister has really come out strongly against Haaretz and he wants them closed down. As he wants closed down the Khan government television broadcaster as well, who often come out with anti-government uh, uh, broadcasts, etc. Um, you know that there is a lot of um, foreign nationals who work in Israel and uh, they do a lot of the farm work. Yes, they Filipino, do a lot of Filipinos, Taiwanese, and, and, uh, Chinese, Thais. Yeah. And um, they were, they're hostages as well. You know that. Yes, they're hostages as well. Oh, yeah. And um, yes, farm hands and also in the construction industry. Oh, yes. Well, 20,000 Sri Lankans have put up their hand and have applied for visas to go and work in Israel. They get about $200, Australian dollars a month, in Sri Lanka, but in Israel they get full wages of $2,000 a month. So 20,000 are looking to go from Sri Lanka and fill the gaps Mm. to... um, to work on the farms, to the work ki- in construction, to, to be carers, etc., etc., which a lot them. of the Haredim are now doing, yeah. but there's not enough, mm. right? I know of a lot of Australians that have gone over there mm. and are working on the farms as we speak, and kolakavod to them. That's um, good news. Now, before this um, host- hostage deal was done, there were, do you know that there were three petitions they went to the Israeli High Court, wanting to uh, stop the hostage, uh, the hostage deal, and the ceasefire. Right. Well, all the three petitions got um, struck down by the High Court, and so that is why, because you know, under law, you had the right within a certain time period. That's right. As an individual or as a group, to petition the Israeli High Court. Yep. To um, to stop the government, mm. which is incredible, I know. right? That's what it's coming um, down to. That is democracy in Israel, mm. right? That you know, the world says that you know yeah. we're not a democratic society in Israel. We're an apartheid society. Mm. You can go to the Israeli High Court and stop a government program such as this hostage deal. Yeah. Well, for, well, fortunately or, or unfortunately, to many. These three petitions got struck down and dismissed. Um, okay. We talked about the Iranians using proxies. Uh, the Iranians support the Yemen Houthis. You know the Yemen Houthis, Gary and uh, Mendel. Uh, <laughs> Mendel's scratching his head. The Hooters or Hooters? Well, Hooties. it's Hooties. H O U T H I S. So it's Hooties. So you know that there's a government elected in Yemen, but there's these rebels. Oh, yeah, so Saudi yeah. Arabia supports the government side, and the Iranians support the Hooties. Hooties are very virulently anti Israel, and they've been sending missiles across. Now, it takes a long time for a missile to reach Israel from Yemen. It's quite a distance. It's just under 2,000 k's to the southernmost tip of Israel. To a lot. So they've they, fired, haven't they? So they've got, I think it's 18 minutes 
to not. So by the time they they go across the Red Sea, mm. by the time they go across the Red Sea, they get knocked out, mm. right? <laughs> uh, and in fact, uh, the US, the US has knocked knocked down quite a few of them themselves, right? Um, but um, there's a UK Zionist group which is campaigning to have the Yemen Houthis fall under the Terrorism Act and uh, they're um, saying that anyone that is a member or supports the Houthis should get uh, under the Ter- Terrorism Act up to 14 years in prison. Kala Kavod to the UK Zionist group. Um and of course, uh, it would also be a, crim- a, a criminal act to fundraise for the Houthis as well. Um, now, do you know? Look, as much as there are anti-Israel um, campaigners, there's also a lot of support for Israel. And you know who are one of the major supporters of Israel? I'll pick one out of the box. Yeah, David Beckham is one. Yeah, it's a big star. But let's say a cultural group. A group. A big, big cultural group. Well, I'll tell you who it is. I'll put you out of your misery, Mendel. Maoris. Mm. The Maoris have come out in force. I saw a video this morning uh, in New Zealand, all waving their Israeli flags and singing Israeli songs um, and... They, they take the stance that as they are the indigenous people of New Zealand, that the Jewish people are the indigenous people of Israel. And, uh, yeah, there you go. So uh, the Maoris of New Zealand, kolakavot to them. The new Argentinian president... Um, well, there's going to be a new Argentinian president. His name is Javier Milei, M-I-L-E-I. He's from the Libertarian Party. He is virulently pro-Israel. Beautiful. Right? And you're not going to believe this. He studies Torah every day with a rabbi. He once was thinking of converting... And he says that when he gives up his post as president, he's going to study Torah full time. And that's what he's going to do. He's going to travel to the US and Israel before the, uh, he gets integrated on the 10th of December. Previously, we had a Peronitist uh, party in power. Anti-Semitic. They were anti-Semite, anti-Jewish, anti-Israel. Uh, but now we've got this guy coming into the presidency and uh, he's a Torah scholar. There you yeah, go. Good story. That's a fantastic story. Kolakavot to him. Now, you know what they've found on rockets and missiles that they've in Gaza that they've captured... Uh, the Israelis, they've seen writing on these rockets and missile. What language do you believe this writing is in? R- Russian? No. Close? Am I close? You're very close geographically. Ukrainian? Yeah. No. China? No. It's somewhere around there. Yes. Oh. 
North Korean. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, North Korean. Actually, they produce a lot mm. of rockets, missiles, and armaments. Yeah. They've been selling them to the Iranians, and where do you think they end up? Yeah. So. Directly, indirectly, components and missiles and rockets with, with Korean, I mean it's Korean language, but from North Korea, is ending up in Hamas hands and being fired at into Israel. So there you go. Um, the Israeli president, Herzog, he called the Iran-backed Houthis seizing of a merchant ship in the Red Sea on Sunday, November the 19th, as an attack not just on Israel, but the international order. But, there's, but it, it, this is incredible, right? They, they, they hijacked and kidnapped the 25 crew members. Why? Because the part owner of this merchant ship is an Israeli, mm. but, if, but it's owned by a British company, mm. It doesn't fly under an Israeli flag. The 25 crew members are of differing nationalities, but there's no Israeli, right? Um, and uh, the incredible thing is, this is open piracy. There's been no international response. Mm. Can you imagine if it was the other way, oh. Israel attacking and kidnapping crew members and taking a merchant ship? You would have already 55,000 resolutions in the United mm. Nations condemning Israel. Yeah. Here, not one condemnation, no international response. The USS Thomas Hutter shot down multiple attack drones reportedly fired towards Israel over the Red Sea early Thursday morning. These were Iranian drones. And uh, you can see that the U.S. is actually getting involved by firing on these drones that could land on a U.S. warship. And they also attacked militants in Iraq. And they continue to do attacks in Syria on uh, Iranian-supported posts and uh, militia, etc., etc. So they are doing a little bit in there. Have you got much more? Uh, I've got. I've got, let 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 me just pick uh, what because else. We'll have to tie, okay. tidy up other stuff. All right, I'll just uh, do two more. Two more. You know the thing that really gyrates me, gyrates me to the core, is that there are Jews, prominent Jews, United States Jewish lawmakers. Female, progressive, Jewish, well, they call themselves rabbis, but honestly, I wouldn't call them a rabbi if my life depended on it. They most probably got smicker out of a Kellogg's cornflake <laughs> box. They are virulently anti-Semitic, anti-Zionist, anti-Israel, anti-Jewish, and he, she calls herself a rabbi. I'll tell you her name because it's on the internet. Jessica Rosenberg. Jonathan Greenblatt, the, uh, the Anti-Defamation League CEO in, uh, in the U.S., he took issue. Of course. He said, what in the hell? A shudder. I mean, we can understand a non-Jew might take a stance. 
for whatever reason, right? But a Jewish US lawmaker and a so-called Jewish female rabbi? I mean, you've got to, there's, really, you've got to sit back and wonder. There's an expression for her in Yiddish. A rupfin zin. She's a rupfin zin. Which means that she went, she went off her crackers. I mean, she is completely, I mean. I, and you mentioned also a local boy, a similar Jewish boy in the Greens. Yeah. You mentioned, I won't mention his name. You mentioned yeah, yeah, him yeah, twice. Absolutely. I'll finish off, Gary, so get ready. Um here we go, amongst, Gary. Amongst, let, look, let's have a good story, right? Amongst all of the sorrows, all of the troubles, all of the conflict, all of the, the hostages, etc., Israel will face Iceland in its Euro 2024 qualifying playoff semi-final. If successful, Israel will then play the winner of Bosnia um, and Ukraine. Ukraine for a place in the Euro 2024 Championship to be held in Germany next year. So look, you know, it's a, it's a it's a funny thing, if you want to call it funny, an unusual thing, that with all the sorrows and everything, life goes on. Life has to go on. At the end of the day, we have to continue to breathe. We have to continue to eat. We have to continue to send our kids to school. We have to... We have to act like human beings mm. must act. Sport right? actually breaks down the barriers. Sport it's, is something you know? that breaks down. You have a joint Israel. You have Israelis and Palestinians playing peacefully. Yes. You have Muslim Arabs playing in the Israeli national yes. team. Yeah, there you go. I mean, it's unbelievable. Why can't the world understand or at least acknowledge the truth? I'm Yisrael Chai! That was a twaddle. <laughs> a marathon, boy, Chef. We'll give you another tw- ta for that. Two ta-da's. That's like a two two star Michelin restaurant. Only two. Well, it only goes up to three. Well, I th- I think I should get a four. Okay. There you go. It's stuck. Come and eat at me restaurant. <laughs> Sardines. Shall we have a music break? Or a joke? Or a joke? Anyone Mor- got Morris? a joke before we go into some? Um, I've got to have uh, some of Staple my candy juice. Yeah, around the Stadel's coming up, Gary. Uh, you ready for it? Well, I'm always ready. Okay, I'll play the well-known Counting In music. I start off, we talked about the uh, Melbourne Holocaust Museum. Look, there are a lot of announcements, but I wanted to start with this one, and it's called I Remember. And it's uh, sponsored and run by the Melbourne Holocaust Museum, the Judy and Leon Goldman Learning Centre, I Remember, Anizocher Beneb Mitzvah Project. The I Remember Project is a MHM initiative which provides for name mitzvah young adults in Victoria with an opportunity to remember and memorialise children 
who were murdered during the Holocaust before they had the opportunity to celebrate their own bar or bat mitzvah. For more information about this project, please contact fundraising at mhm.org.au or you can just ring 9528-1985 and get involved in this very, very worthwhile B'nai Mitzvah project. I can see you, Mendel, chaffing at the bit. You're into the horse racing, so chaffing at the bit. (laughs) And you've got a few announcements there. What have you got to say, Mendel? We've got announcements. Let's talk about the Jewish International Film Festival. Absolutely. And it's coming to an end, so make sure you get your dates right. This week I went to see Matchmaking. Great movie. Romantic. Did it give you any hints? This is a beauty. You know when a Chabadnik marries... Into an Adas family, they say it's marrying yeah, out. Yes, there's <laughs> sorrows coming. Yeah, but this one is a romantic comedy, and it was Israel's biggest uh, box office film this year, yep. and won the Audience Award for Narrative Film at this year's Miami Jewish Film Festival. It's a beauty. Okay, um, it's about uh, Yeshiva Bocha. He's um, He's Ashkenaz. Well, don't say what it's about. People <laughs> want to go and be uh, she's astounded a, by it. She's from a Moroccan family, Sfarad, and there's some beautiful... It's a comedy well worth taking, going to take your mind off the uh, the Middle East. Go along and see that one, Matchmaking. And, uh, and Golda uh, and all the and others. It, and one more I saw yep. the previous week. Yep. This is one I recommend. Go and see this one. It's called Less Than Kosher. Yep. And this one won the Audience Award at the uh, this year's Toronto Jewish Film Festival. This is a beauty. Another uh, musical comedy about modern Jewish life in Toronto. It's sort of a cross between the jazz singer and Shiva Baby. I've seen both of them. Modern Jewish wit meets Hebrew electro pop in uh, a great hilarious feature and uh, it won a couple of very good awards. Just briefly, it's about... Uh, no, no, oh, don't say what it's <laughs> about. <laughs> it's a, a, no, don't tell people a what lady it's about. Let Let see it. who fills oh. in. Oh. A chazanut. Yep. A chazanit. So, anyway. go and see the motion and tell me what you think next All week. All right. I'll, Matchmaking I'll do my best. and less than kosher. Look, I want to uh, make a, a point and an announcement, and that is to do with... Hanukkah and Kratzmach, what time. we call Christmas, and that is that you know that celebrations in Be- uh, Bethlehem and Jerusalem and Jordan yep. are going to be not only curtailed, they're going to uh, not uh, celebrate, uh, have uh, Christmas celebrations because of the uh, conflicts, um, but we Jews... We aren't going to not celebrate Hanukkah. We're going to be there with our Hanukkah yaz, uh, at the race course, uh, Mendel, where you uh, are a, Fiedelech. a, a Fiedelech. patron. Yep. Um, that is a Caulfield race course, of course. Sunday the 10th of December at yep. the race course in solidarity with Israel. There's going to be a grand menorah lighting, spectacular fireworks, exciting rides, plus a food park, a live concert, plus much more. It starts from 4.30pm at the Caulfield race course, Station Street, Caulfield East, in solidarity with Israel. We'll tell listeners Hanukkah actually starts the evening of Thursday, the 7th of December. So we'll talk about that in the next coming weeks. Uh, here's a big shout-out and muscle tough to uh, the new president of the JCV, the Jewish Community Council of Victoria, 
We wish Mazel Tov to uh, Philip. Z- now pronounce pronounce properly, Gary. Correct me. Zaychik. Zaychik. And Kolakavod for all his good work. He, uh, he's, uh, his, his portfolio reads something like this. I'll give him a quick shout-out. Director and ambassador of the Erdi Foundation. What a great philanthropy. Oh, yeah. Les, Society, Les the yep. late Le, Oliver Sholem Les Erdi. Uh, he's in charge of the philanthropic arm of the Erdi Group. He's also treasurer of the Hadassah um, in Australia, the Australian unit, which... Uh, they collaborate with the Hadassah Hospital in Yerushalayim and they do fundraising through, uh, and they do medical research and healthcare su- and support between Israel and Australia. He's very involved with Hadassah Australia. He's taken over the, um, the reins from uh, Daniel Agion, who did a fantastic job. Fantastic job. job. For many Call years. Like Daniel. Actually, three years they serve. And. Did you know that the JCCV has been going 85 years? Unbelievable. Kolak Avod, Kanaina Hora, may they continue the good work and uh, and we wish Philip all the best. We'll give out a shout-out uh, to the Vice President and the Board. Vice President-elected is uh, Hayley Southwick, Mazel Tov, uh, Treasurer. Hannah Greenberg. Now I think you 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 know her, Gary. No, Mishpocha to you, Hannah Greenberg. No. Okay, wish her muscle top, treasurer. A muscle top. And she's also a board member together with Rabbi Gub Kaltman from the Ark Centre, Natalie Gunn, G U Double N, Alyssa Wolf, Rachel Flipman, and Yossi Goldfarb. He's an ex officio. I think you've come across him in your travels, Moshe, Yossi Golfub, with yep. the Zionist Council of Victoria. So there's the shout-outs to the JCCV. And very, very good. Look, some uh, very important announcements. Um, Before fe- you go into that, yes. Philip is uh, also helping out with JF. Beautiful. News. I like a lot He's to him. an ex-officio member of the Board of... Committee of Management of JE. Terrific. Two important announcements. The first one is for this Sunday, the 26th of November. This is a free entry um, festival. It's called Festi Bayit, and uh, it's in solidarity with Israel again. Uh, this is going to take place at Bat Weitzman, 306 Hawthorne Road, Caulfield South. There'll be Israeli music, food and activities for all ages. It, again, it's free entry, Sunday the 26th of November. It starts at 4pm. It goes for three hours to 7pm. I don't think the weather's going to be that accommodating, but look, let's go, let's support it. Festibate at Bat Weitzman, Sunday the 26th at uh, 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. and there's a lot of sponsors i won't name them all but uh, call a kavod to them also don't forget the chagall uh, exhibition at the jewish museum of australia uh, that is in elmer road uh, st kilda the gantel center of judaica it's the chagall uh, exhibition and it finishes on the 10th of december uh, of this year so uh, if you want to know more about it go on to jewishmuseum.com.au but uh, make a point of seeing that outstanding exhibition Morris before yep. you go on I've got one yep. for this coming Monday that I have to uh, give yep. them a shout out to Brighton Shul's annual whiskey 
and other spirits, the Appreciation Club, they're having their uh, big night this coming Monday, yep. the 27th of November, 8.30 p.m. Yep. And you go onto their website and register there. Very, uh, uh, you, you've got to be 18 and over. And you, no, don't you can go, Morris. Your, you don't take your car there. <laughs> Get an Uber to pick ha- you up. How, ma- how many shots can you have? Unlimited, I reckon. Ooh, but you get in, in contact with the by going onto the Brighton Shore website for further details. Beautiful. This coming Monday night. Now you know tonight, Gary and Mendel, you can go to Caulfield Shore and you can eat margarita or you can drink margaritas and eat meatballs. Mm. Right. So uh, go to Mincha at six p.m. Kabbalat Shabbat at six thirty, and uh, the Lachaim is going to be at six ten. Margaritas and Meatballs at Caulfield Shore tonight and it's being sponsored and Kolakavod to the CSG. Of course, a Shabbaton in Ballarat. That's this uh, Friday uh, night, tonight, uh, and that will start at 8pm. The next day, that's tomorrow, services at 10.30, followed by Kiddish. Mincha at 7.30pm, followed by Suodashli Shit and Mariv. Bookings can be made with Josh Gompertz, 0423-063-626. And, and uh, I urge everybody to come up and support this great um, young married group from the Blake Street uh, Synagogue. They're known as the Hasifria Group. They meet in the library there every Shabbos, Moshe. They doven their yep. own, they've got their own minion, yep. and it's going to be a fantastic week. Shabbaton with full services and communal meals. Come on board. I'm heading up there straight after the show, Gary, yep. to check in early. <laughs> the okay. early bird catches the worm, Moshe. Yep. We better come across and do some Yiddish, and then we'll do some Torah talk. All right, let's do some Yiddish if we've got uh, some uh, time at the if finish. We'll, we'll make a few more, more announcements, announcements and Let's have a look at some uh, Yiddish uh, expressions today. We'll start them with a with a D, Gary. With a D. <laughs> I, I, I've got one. Drek. <laughs> Good one, Moisha. Yeah, that can apply. Go on. To, uh, Go on, Mendel. D. Excessive flattery as well, Drek. <laughs> you know? Du, du bist a Drek. Yeah. What about a Dreikop? A Dreikop. Du bist a Dreikop. Yeah, you, you're, you're a sort of a... a you're confusing people. Scatterbrain. Yeah, scatterbrain. Yeah. Here's one for you, Gary. Dreisig. Dreisig. Done it. Twirl. No. Oh, keep moving. Yeah. Dreisig. Yeah. Dreh mir nit kein kop. Dreh mir nit kein kop. What am I don't, talking don't, about? Don't, don't, don't confuse me. Don't, don't bother don't, me. Yeah. Uh, in a literal sense, don't twist my head. Right. Don't do me head in. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what am I saying? Ganze Druchus. A cousin of Tuchus. Druchus. D R U C H U S is the English. Uh, Got what? no idea on that one. Have g- a guess. Druchus. The sticks way out in the wild. Gay and Druchus. Yeah, go out in the bush. Druchus. Have a look at some others. Dumkopf. Yeah, I was just about to say that one. (laughs) That's a common one. An idiot. You know that? Dumb Dumb head? head. Yeah. Dumbbell. 
stunts. Uh, a dipic. There you go. What's a dipic? A, a lot dip, of people know. A dipic is a, like a, a it's like a well, yeah, ghost, uh, ghostly sort of thing. They reckon the soul condemned to wander for a time in this world because it. of its sins to yes. escape the perpetual torments inflicted upon it by evil spirits. Yeah. The Dybbuk seeks refuge in the body of some uh, from men or women over whom the demons have no power. It's a Kabbalistic thing, isn't it? Yeah. Very yeah. much. Yeah. And you, it's in the Czech, Re- Czech Republic, isn't it? They have a, a model of the Dybbuk. They have a model of the golem. The golem. The Prague. The Dybbuk was uh, also a famous uh, Yiddish play for many years. Yes, the, yeah, golem, yeah, the golem is supposed yes, to I live. Saw, I saw a movie. With, mm. uh, supposed to live in the old new synagogue in Prague. Yeah. We'll do in one. the Jewish quarter. Yeah, we'll do one more starting with the, uh, with a D. Du fängst Scheunun? Du fängst Scheunun? That's a question. F-A-N-G-S-T. Du or dear fängst Schein on. No, no. <laughs> What's that got to do with are you D? Ki- are you starting up again? D. Du. Oh, du. Du. Du fängst Schein on? D. Are you starting you. up again? You. Yeah. That's you. our Yiddish today yeah. with a D. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Wunderbar. Don't forget Wunderbar. a dreidel. Wunderbar. We've got a dreidel, dreidel, of We'll bring some dreidels in. The spinning top yeah. for Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Oh, here's one, Murray. I forgot one to give you this, Murray. Dreck euf dem Teller. Shit on the plate. Yeah, literally crap on a plate or mean-spirited valueless. Dreck euf dem Teller. Right. Teller is plate. That's it. There you go. No relation to uh, Harvey Teller, great man out there. Kolak of Shabbat Shalom to you and all the family. Right. That's it. Now we better get into some Torah study. Uh, the Parsha of the Week. Parsha of the Week. Gary will announce with the candle lighting times again for those I, that missed I, I, it. I will do that. Please. If I can find the email. Right. Do you, do you want me to say it? Candle lighting this evening is at 8.01 p.m. Spot on. Shabbos ends tomorrow at 9.05. One minute out. Or 9.06 p.m. on the 12th of Kislev. There you go. And our Pasha of the Week this week is Vayetze. Vayetze, Gary. What's that about, Mendel? Well, opens up with the words, Vayetze Yaakov mi Be'er Sheva and Vayelech Harnonu. He left Beersheba and set out to Haran, which is uh, Syria, isn't it? Now? Haran is Syria. Syria. Central Syria. It's central Syria. The parasha contains one of the greatest mystical experiences, I reckon, Moshe ever recorded, because Yaakov, laying down uh, to rest in the middle of the long journey towards uh, Haran, suddenly encounters the famous ladder. Jacob's later with uh, angels ascending and also descending upon it and God's presence at the top. And this vision is so powerful, in fact, that afterward Jacob is moved to make what is uh, really an extraordinary claim. And he it's quoted there, you'll see it, surely Hashem was in this place and I did not know it. This is so powerful, the story of Jacob's letter in this parasha. That's one item I've got to talk about. And uh, 
they talk about these uh, the angels ascending, descending. It's symbolic of the rise and fall of nations or representative of two different types of angels. That's what one person uh, looks at. <laughs> there's a there's hundred commenta- t- uh, commentaries on this. The actu- in fact, the angels did not reside, it, reside in heaven at all. They lived on earth. They were ordinary human beings. And like ordinary human beings, they, uh, they shuffled back and uh, forth between yeah, lo- heaven I'm, and earth like I, me and you. I'm, lo- I'm, looking, <laughs> I'm looking at two of them right now. Exactly. In addition, the Hebrew u- word used in the Torah, they use malach, M-A-L-A-C-H, which is more of a... Uh, <laughs> Translated as a messenger, and uh, the question is, who says that the malachim are necessarily winged creatures with halos, or even living creatures at all? Goes on here, Moshe, to say, angels don't have to be naked, have wings, or wear halos. Angels can be ordinary human beings. Performing extraordinary acts. For every time we perform a mitzvah, we create that divine spark which helps to make the world a better place. A tikkun olam. That's a couple of messages I got. I also got the uh, message for our listeners concerning, uh, it says there in uh, chapter 28, Verse 12, a ladder was standing on the ground and the top of it reached to heaven. And uh, the commentators say, davening, prayer is the ladder that connects our, our souls and the shama with God. Although it stands on the ground, beginning with no more than uh, acknowledgement of God's greatness, its top, the uh, a mid or a silent prayer, reaches this level through the prior attainment of understanding inherent in the Shema itself. There's another commentary. And if you look at the numerical value of sulam, which is the Hebrew word for ladder, it's the same as the word mamon, money, Morris. And from this we learn that money is like a ladder. We can use it to ascend and draw nearer to heaven, or we can degrade ourselves with it. It is only dependent on how we use it and for what purpose it is employed. Moshe, I want to tell the listeners one more little thing for for 30 seconds. In this parsha, Yaakov takes four wives, would you believe? He takes Rachel and Leah and the two uh, maidservants, Billa and Zilpah, and from this we get the 12 sons who eventually become the 12 tribes. Very fascinating parsha. Four, four wives. All yours. Yes, which just shows you what sort of a person Yaakov was (laughs) to end up with four wives. But anyway... Before mutton Torah, they say they could... The Torah is full of irrationalities and illogicalities. I'll I'll pose one question. I won't actually answer it. I'll leave it into uh, the minds of the listeners and you, Gary and Mendel. But we've got Yaakov Jacob leaving Beersheba, leaving his... uh, his family home, his family and so forth, and going towards Haran. And he's penniless. He's barely got clothes on his back. Aren't we all? Now, don't 
Don't think he didn't come from a wealthy family. His father, Yitzhak Isaac, and the family were, were well-to-do. They had flocks, they had uh, possessions, they had holiday homes, they were going on overseas trips, etc. Well, not Yitzhak, he never left uh, Eretz Yisrael. But at the end of the day, they sent him. They said, go to Haran, find yourself a wife amongst the family. And they didn't even pack him a... Uh, they didn't even give him a packed lunch, Gary. I mean, can you believe it? I, I find that outstanding that he left without a suitcase. Oh, I just can't. I just can't fathom it. He's, he's out in the middle of nowhere. He's got to sleep on the ground. He's got a rock, a stone for a pillow, right? And he wakes up and he says, I'll tell you what, God, I'll make a deal with you. If you give me what I need, if you'll be with me uh, wherever I go, if you give me bread to eat, if you give me clothes to put on, if you uh, make sure that I come back to my father's house in peace, then you know what I'll do? I'll give you 10% of whatever I make. And what does God say? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Cool. You know why? Would you do it for 10%, Gary? <laughs> no. No, exactly right. What a cheapskate. Fancy only wanting to give God 10%. We gotta go. We gotta go. But don't forget, I'm Yisrael Chai. This has been Ten K Radius. We'd like to thank you all for listening. Tune in again next week at ten AM. And don't forget this program is dedicated to the six million who cannot tell the story today. Thank you for listening. <laughs>